with the solemnity of St. Joseph today, the church uh, under the uh, proclamation of uh, Pope Francis begins a special year. I believe it goes until uh, December 8th as well as uh, the year of St. Joseph that we started December 8th, but a year for the family, even though it's not quite a full year. And uh, I think this is a wonderful move because St. Joseph reminds us of the role of a father in a family and uh, as uh, custodian is the uh, uh, one word that I can't get around as far as um, how the church has defined Joseph's role. Uh, and I, I think it's a beautiful word, a custodian. He was given the care of the Blessed Mother and, and the, Jesus. He was given the care of and, and how he loved, a good custodian loves the one he cares for. Uh, um, a park ranger is sometimes called a custodian. A park ranger that does not love the land that he or she is uh, given custodianship over uh, isn't a very good park ranger. Or uh, sometimes we call our janitors a custodian, but if they don't love the land, the building, uh, the grounds that they're to take care of, they're not going to be a very good custodian. They'll, they'll just be a cleaner. But a custodian takes pride in the thing. And here, of course, it's, it's a person, it's persons that Joseph is given care of. And we have in the, the gospel, we have the gospels, we have little hints of who Joseph is, but nothing real major. We, we do, uh, by tradition, know that Joseph most likely was an older gentleman when he and the Blessed Mother were betrothed. Um, and if it is that, that he was custodian, it's even uh, more understanding, perhaps, because uh, as a young woman, uh, according to tr tradition, the Blessed Mother had dedicated herself to, to virginity. In fact, she asked that in Luke's Gospel, how can this be, since I do not know man? And it's not, she's not talking about uh, knowing any, anyone. And she's not talking about, in the. sometimes we talk about the biblical sense of knowing, which, yes, there's a euphemism there, but she's given herself to that vow of virginity. And yet, in the Jewish world of the time, a woman who did that, and it was not all that common, but it wasn't uncommon either, a woman who did commit herself to a life of virginity was given a custodian, somebody who would basically take her under his care, to provide for her, to protect her, to allow her to have the legal rights that uh, she needed. And they would still be called married. Paul, Joseph, being a righteous man, would have agreed to a situation like that. And so when he hears that she's conceived a child, he takes that righteousness one step, step further. See, as a custodian, if, he, if, if they had a relationship, they would have been found guilty. If he just simply backed out of that relationship, he, people might have thought badly of him, but nothing about the Blessed Mother. So he tries to quietly back out, to say, this is not for me when the, the angel appears to him in a dream. And we could spend all, time, all sorts of time uh, why, why a dream, and some have suggested that 
the Gospel of Matthew was written to the Jewish people, some of whom were Sadducees. Sadducees didn't believe in angels, so therefore uh, Matthew records it, that this angel came to in a dream. Well, the, the, anything can happen in your dreams, right? Well, I think there's a dip, deeper thing, too, that Joseph, if you look at the Old Testament, Joseph is named after another Joseph, who was a dreamer. And his dreams protected. And his dreams, and we heard about this last week or the week before, his dreams actually saved the entire nation because they came true. Here, with Joseph dreaming, he's responding to the angel, and he not only provides, but protects the Blessed Mother and the infant Jesus, and by that, we have salvation. He protects salvation, shows himself to be a great custodian. From there, we, we hear, uh, besides the birth narrative, we hear of Joseph and the, the whole finding in the temple, and that and the, he never says a word. Um, some people have mockingly told me I should take after St. Joseph and not say anything, but that's uh, really hard to be a homilist if, if you can't say anything. But I think uh, this shows, demonstrates something, though, that Joseph was a man who didn't have to say words, but simply did what was right. Again, being that righteous man, being that just man, that the Blessed Mother tells, we've been looking for you with great anxiety, and Joseph would have experienced that anxiety, but also that amazement at the child Jesus. Joseph reminds us of God's providence, of course, that God did not abandon the Blessed Mother or the infant Jesus, but rather provided through Joseph and continues to provide. And, uh, there's been a lot more in the last few years about St. Joseph, in addition to Father Dan Calloway's book, which uh, Consecration to St. Joseph, we're beginning that consecration um, in a few, few weeks on um, March 30th for consecration on the, the Feast of St. Joseph the Worker on May 1st. But uh, not only that, but there's a few other, uh, but St. Andre Bessette, who had a special devotion to St. Joseph, um, and he was one of the more modern before, before him, there weren't, yeah, Joseph was one of those, you know, Jesus, Mary, and Joseph was, was mentioned, but Joseph as a saint who stood kind of on his own grounds was not fully understood and sometimes quite overshadowed. And you've perhaps have heard the joke how hard it would have been to be Joseph if anyone did anything wrong in the house who was blamed. Well, Mary was sinless by grace. Jesus was sinless by nature, poor Joseph. But how Joseph was a just man, even there, and we're beginning to grasp how just he was. Put in a difficult circumstance, and yet did it with the grace of God. And reminds us, too, that no matter the circumstances of our life, we're called to be faithful. We're not gifted and graced with the same uh, custodianship of the Blessed Mother or Jesus in a literal way, 
but in a figuratively way we have been. So St. Joseph should be our intercessor as well, as we care for the indwelling of the Holy Spirit and care for Christ who comes to us, that we could care for the Blessed Mother and take her to the places where she wants to be in this world, to take the Blessed Mother and, Saint, uh, the, and Jesus with us, to care for them in our daily life. Yes, Joseph didn't leave volumes of theological tracts. He didn't leave words of wisdom. He didn't leave anything. We might not even be specific about which, as a, as a techne in, in Greek, uh, as a worker, of uh, a craftsman, we don't even know what house maybe he worked on. Well, we can suspect that he worked on their house, but he just simply did what was right, what was just, and that therefore reminds us to do what is right, what is just.